Hello and welcome to Writing About Dragons and Shit, a podcast where two authors and a writer get together and talk about the ways that they tell stories. I'm one of your hosts, Trevor Bettis, your resident writer and podcaster from such shows as Difficulty Class and Champions of Lore. And with me each week are two amazing people who are... Hi, I'm Erin M. Evans. I am a fantasy writer. I am best known for the Brimstone Angels saga. It is I, B. Dave Walters. Um, friend to all mankind. Actually, let's say all mankind. Mm, the statistical majority of all mankind. <laughs> the good one. Exactly, yeah. Sw- sworn you know in black. You are. Sworn in black as foe to roughly 30% of mankind, though. And apparently, uh, I also put words down on paper or digital mediums. That's true. And uh, and uh, give myself a little extra more. I am Trevor, the one who forgets to hit record uh, before we <laughs> start recording the show. You know, I'm glad so, I'm glad we planned this to be the tangents episode because it's been. I just, dear listener, I just want you to know it's been a long climb to get to this moment. Like you think we're 30 seconds in, I'm here to tell you we're not. Yeah. There's a lot of build up to get to this much. It's mm-hmm. true. There's sometimes where we go, oh shit, we should probably do a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's usually because B Dave's yelling at us that we've left content on the floor. <laughs> it's that is it's like you've been here this entire time. You know what we do without you. It's true. Not reach high things on shelves, I think. But <laughs> 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 we'd reach higher. B Dave by himself. Or me sitting on Trevor's shoulder. Oh no, Trevor, your back is bad. Trevor's yeah. sitting on my shoulders. <laughs> you got to dip, That's grip, hard. and rip, Aaron. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, as me and Dave said there, this is kind of, kind of a tangent episode we mm-hmm. joked about doing where mm-hmm. we don't really have a set topic. We can't just sit down and start talking about writing because we kind of just do that. Mm-hmm. And what would be more fun than to record that? So yeah, we... we we've been blessed to do a lot of content together and and there's been times we've been told uh you know that our tangents are are an obstacle to which we're like their features not bugs <laughs> this is what you what you signed us up for literally literally this is what you contractually obligated was this this is, is what uh yeah so uh, you have the whole it, world to choose from you've got this on yourselves Literally. Uh, yeah. So, you know, last time we were saying that there's so many topics we get and a lot of times we're like, that's a good thing. But it's there's not there's not an hour's worth of stuff to say about that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we proceeded to take a topic that we thought we couldn't talk about and did. So this <laughs> We've done time, that a few times. we have done that a few times uh, this time. I'm going to throw I'm going to I'm going to pitch that. What's the name of the first move in the volleyball serve? I'm going to serve this one. I watch too much drag. When I say I'm serving something, it means something very different in my head. <laughs> but I'm going to volleyball serve this one for Aaron, where we've talked mm. about writing groups. Yeah. And and I was saying I have very minimal input because historically that's not how I like to get down. So uh, yeah, let, 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 let's start with that and see where that goes. Okay. I like them. I mean, <laughs> I should say, I should put a little asterisk by that. I like the one I have now. Yeah. Um, and I think finding a good writing group is like, like finding a lot of things that are personal, finding a partner, finding a therapist, finding a writing group. Mm. There's a lot of misses on the path to your, to your good fit. And then sometimes your good fit stops being a good fit. It is okay to leave a writing group when it doesn't suit you anymore. But ideally, you know, you find a group of people who are approximately in the same stage of development and career as you with little highs and lows um and get people who 
um, are producing is, you know, you want people who are actually writing stuff. Like, actually, mm-hmm. actually, this might be good. Like, these are the writing group pitfalls. You get in a group of people and nobody's actually writing. <laughs> That's not a writing group. That's a fun hangout, maybe. Yeah. But it's not a writing group. Um, or you've got one person who's like every month or week or however enough in your meeting is like, I've got a thing, I've got a thing, I've got a thing, and nobody else can get any space in there. That's a problem. Um, you know, Look, just at me next time, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you are a courteous gentleman. You leave space for other people. Thank you. Um, the uh, having a group where you're, you know, sometimes you'll get things where it's like. You, you're just writing all kinds of different stuff and you can't, you haven't figured out how to give feedback on those different things yet. That can be a problem. Um, and the perpetual problem of any group, nobody's ever available to meet. But well, this is also sounding a lot like a D&D game. <laughs> you know what? Another thing that takes some chemistry testing. <laughs> yeah. Another okay thing to just leave if it's not working. That is true. Um, and I think what's great about having a writing group is you know, we've made the metaphor of you're trying to build a house while you're still inside the house. And so having people, you know, with lots of different viewpoints is like having lots of people standing around your house telling you which angles it looks like a penis from. Penis I'm especially going to call my first writing group the Dick House Experts. Dick House. I love it. I love it. It could be literal or figurative. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you, because um, you were talking about people writing lots of different stuff. Do you find... Um, you know, it's it's more effective when, say, everyone are fantasy writers, or is it more Ooh. the act of we're here to chop away at this thing together that is more useful? I think it is useful to have people who uh, rock your genre. Um, just as an example, not a writing group, but when I took writing classes in college, I was the only one writing a fantasy story. Um, and people would give me notes based on their understanding of Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Your short story has to get to this point because Lord of the Rings can't end before Frodo throws the ring into Mount Doom. And no, that's not what this is about. This is a short story that's sort of yep. an exploration of this character in this ancient Egypt-inspired setting. Um, it is not about, you know, does he go fight his uncle? It's does he decide to take the take those steps? That's because it's a short story. Um, so if people don't get the conventions of the genre, um, they're going to give you bad advice. <laughs> um, you know, similarly, like if you're writing a romance and they're like, what if they don't end up together? That would be really, really, you know, realistic. Well, it would be a different book. You can't mm-hmm. sell a romance based on like, and then they. <laughs> she don't. should marry the Maharaja. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think like, you know, if you, you know, if you aren't familiar with sort of what's expected, you might we also have people telling you to do things that are not very fresh, right? If you mm-hmm. don't know the tropes, if you don't know what's been done, they might be like, oh, have you considered putting, you know, ninja zombies in this? And you're like, <clears throat> Um, so I think that uh, I mean, it's good I, to... <laughs> I do feel like that's objectively useful feedback. Like, I mean, ninja zombies make everything better. It depends. Better. It depends yeah. on who it's coming from. If it comes from somebody who knows the genre, then that could be useful. Mm-hmm. But it might just be like, I know these words in conjunction with the thing, conjunction with the thing you're doing. And that's less, less of a thing. 
Um, You know, it's like, oh, you're writing a Western. Did you consider putting a white hat on the good guy and a black hat on the bad guy? (gasps) Oh, Um, my God. Like, and, and so that's the main thing. Like, do they don't have to write that? And they definitely don't have to write that exclusively. But if you are writing in a genre and nobody in your writing group understands that genre, the advice you're getting is going to always be a little hamstrung. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots of things that are true across the board, um, but you're, you're going to get into bumpy spots. Um, yep. And it could be that like one person doesn't uh, and, and you have enough coverage there. But like, think about that. Like, do these people know what I write and respect what I write? Like, if you get a bunch of people who are like, oh, science fiction, gross, nerd alert. They're, they're not going to read your stuff with a, with a respectful eye. Um, yeah. Unless, you know, they're, they're just joking with you and your friends and all that. But whatever, yeah. you don't know what I mean. The other thing is that, you know, get a writing group where you are working on the same kinds of mediums. So, like, if you're the only comics writer and you're in a group full of novel writers, they're not going to know a lot. Um, and and so, you know, workshopping ideas might fall apart because there are things you use uh, to tell your story in a comic that are not there in a novel. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are a, the only novel writer in a group full of short story writers, that medium has different expectations and it might be hard to get the kind of feedback you need. Um, mm-hmm. it's not a like deal breaker necessarily, but keep in mind, like you need people who can speak to what you're working on, what you need. Um, now under the big, broad genre umbrella, there are subgenres, and that has more flexibility. Mm-hmm. Subgenres also have expectations that you should know about, um, ideally, but it's a little easier to kind of be like, okay, I write fantasy. I have no problem accepting the sexy construction worker is actually a werewolf. That totally makes sense to me. I have no curveballs about this. But I also might need to know on a paranormal romance, when is it like, is the, are the sex scenes coming at the right beats? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. This is working for me. But here's a note. I don't know what your readership is going to be into because yeah. this isn't what I normally read. Um, so I can get past the first hurdle. You're not going to get somebody who's like, wait, he's a werewolf? Of course Duh. he's a werewolf. <laughs> it's called Embraced by Moonlight. He's a werewolf. He could only be a werewolf. Um, <laughs> 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 Did you think he was an alien? <laughs> That's, uh, Ar- I guarantee Ar- there's Ar- at least Aaron lashing out at the casuals there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I've never had a writing group. The most that the closest I've had to that was like me and my sister-in-law's boyfriend would like meet up and talk about writing occasionally. And that was like the extent of it. Um, I had uh, tried to get into a writing group at one point pretty early on into to me writing and i and i kind of wish that i'd gotten the response because they because they were like oh well you know like you know we're, we have people try out send us some of your writing so i'd send them some of my writing and i really wish i'd gotten like oh we don't write that genre and said they're like your writing style does not match ours i'm just like oh, Whoa. Shit. <laughs> well, i'm like okay, okay. well cool i'm sorry i mean hey yeah. are the, those people aren't on podcast with us though so <laughs> just saying a thank you writing group exactly yeah <laughs> sucks <to> suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's I, I think for me the challenge also and i've told you guys this before is 
I unconsciously steal. Like I'm I'm like an egg. I become dyed in, you know, the circumstances I'm dropped in. And if I'm in a writing group and everybody's writing the same kind of thing that I'm writing, I mm-hmm. will go straight up C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien and be like, talking trees. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got it. You know, what's funny? There's a gal in my writing group and we keep independently having, I think I've mentioned this before, but it might've been on Champions of Lore, that we keep independently having similar ideas. Like, yep. uh, you know, okay, we both have the idea of a spellcaster that works, uh, spellcaster type that works probability magic, basically. But yep. we do them, but and, we, and, and it is a moment of like, are you, did, are you stealing from me? <laughs> yeah. Or are like, you threatening me? both decided we were going to write, you know, big kaiju monster god stories we did talk about this because i said i've yeah, got you also, God <laughs> that's also. right yep. and it's like in none of these cases is it like and this i think this is another thing is like if it's pure ideas like ideas are cheap people yep. do them differently that's fine um it's just the idea at the same time is weird that's wild because it's yep. independent like whatever zeitgeist is jamming on our brains is hitting at the same time but uh again like when it comes down to the execution they're not the same book at all uh they yeah every time it's been very different which is why we've kind of gotten to the point where like oh that's fun i've teased her i'm like you need to work on your kaiju god story because i got stuck on my kaiju god story and i think we are like quantumly entangled so you have to make progress so i can make progress (laughs) quantumly entangled writer sounds terrifying right it's true she's incredibly prolific in multiple genres so i'm also kind of like what where's that come on come on make me faster Mm -hmm. Kate, make me faster. <laughs> we we have talked about that we that we do want to do like a full proper episode about writing groups and like have some people on that are in writing groups because like B Dave and I are both like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be weird. Yeah, I don't know because it because I I don't know I know other people who are in writing groups that are not my writing group and that I think is mm-hmm. the better spread. But yeah. I also just for the record, I have been in one, two, three. Uh, <laughs> at least three other writing groups. Four. Ugh, four. Uh, no. <laughs> some are better than others. Hmm. That uh, was like counting out X's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Two, four. It is a little. Uh, yes, to be fair, like that is not the... 2007 to 2011 was a rough time. <laughs> Man, I, when I first moved here to Seattle, I found a writing group on like Meetup. And uh, it was... It, uh, yeah, I didn't feel, I felt like they were like, ah, you are young, therefore you are a moron. Um, So every time I had something or I had a question, there was a lot of, just, just a lot of, like, um, condescension in a way that wasn't really warranted in my opinion. Um, yeah, when you I are get being... hyped when I talk to people about their writing. Like I, like what? I don't care like what level you're at. I'm like I fucking I want to talk to you about writing. Let's go. Yeah, don't get in a <laughs> yeah. pissing contest. Don't get yeah. with people who get in a pissing contest. Those are not good. Yeah, I did. I did try doing the the meetup one uh, with a writing group, but they they were like, "We meet at Applebee's." I'm like, "My ADHD <laughs> will not handle that at <laughs> all." Also, like, are we doing writing there? Like, <laughs> we're taking. Like, I worked at the. I worked in the restaurant industry at the time. Like, that server hates you. Yeah, you are taking yeah. up a table for yeah. a long time. You're taking up a couple of tables for a long time, and you got to keep ordering refills on your drink. I know. I've oh. been there. Yep. <laughs> I know exactly what this was. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Tip, tip generously. 
Yeah. Actually, that 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 uh that that sparked a question in my head. Mm-hmm. Where, if not at your desk, mm-hmm. where do where can you all write? Like, obviously, right now, COVID makes that difficult. But like, you know, I prefer being right here in this exact spot. Is my place. I'm not the go to Starbucks and write, dude. Uh, especially because here in LA, it's so cliche. Like, I mean, you think it's a joke. It's true. It's true. You walk into Starbucks and everybody's on a laptop and they're all working on screenplays or whatever. And I'm like, mm, are you though? You know, <laughs> are you though? You know, like I, I, I'm pretty good. Well, they say no one can multitask, but I mean, I feel like I can. Uh, I feel I'm pretty good with distractions. Like I'm the one I'm usually still listening to music or have the TV on in the background or something. Um, but, you know, when when it's just like the full scale rigmarole of life, I'm too interested in people. I think I've become too much of a people watcher. And quite frankly, I go into the same mindset of when I used to work security and I'm just like, well, if I had to kill everybody in this room, how would I do it? <laughs> <laughs> And where all the oh exits. Yeah, and then, it's, and then it's it's hard to write in that mindset. Unless you're writing Jason Bourne. Unless you're writing Jason Bourne. Oh my god. I love it. What about you, Aaron? I love writing in lots and lots of places. Mm-hmm. Um, I love writing on my couch. I like writing yes. in a, as long as my children are at home. Yeah. Uh, I love writing in coffee shops, although I... Uh, if I'm in a coffee shop, I feel an obligation to continually purchase things to sort of rent my table. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I have discovered that uh, too much pastries and coffee is, isn't is good for me. Shock. Hmm. I know. Shock. Uh, so I try to keep that to a general minimum. Um, one of my favorite things is when I go on vacation is to just sit somewhere beautiful and write. It does not make me popular with my family because that's not fun for them. <laughs> but uh, I have done some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Sitting uh, on on Lanai in Hawaii or something on a yeah mountain cabin. It was great when we when my kids were tiny babies. I'll be like, oh, the baby has to sleep, has to take a nap. I'm just gonna stay back at the cabin while he naps, and then I sit there and look at the beautiful vista and tape. It's great. Um, yeah, I don't. I I I kind of I love having a laptop because I can just take it where I want to be, and then I write where I am. Mm-hmm. Um. My desk's fine. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I need a I mean, desk. I, I do know um, when I talked to Bob Salvatore, he was like anywhere constantly. He was like, he'd be at the kids' hockey games in the stands writing. Do you know oh my gosh. a thing I love for that? I love Scrivener, and Scrivener has mm. an, an iPhone as an app that on my phone. Aaron, that yes. Think. <laughs> And I love it. And I I started doing that when I I worked uh, I worked a job in the city at an office, and I had to commute on the bus because then I could just like write on my phone, which was the, great. The iteration before the last one that I wrote uh, of of my book, I actually majoritively wrote that on my phone because oh, I was wow. a restaurant manager at the time. <laughs> like I would literally nice. have my phone sitting in the break room. I'd go out, seat some customers, come back in, write a few lines, and go back out. <laughs> Yep. Nice. Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely in your camp though, Aaron. Like I, I I pretty much could write anywhere if I had my laptop. Um more recently, like I used to love sitting at my desk and, and, and I had my laptop there and everything, but now that like I work here eight hours a day, I'm like, mm, do I want to write here though? <laughs> um but uh 
I <laughs> you made me think of this because you're talking about Starbucks. The, there was a cafe that's literally down the hill from my house, and I could go there and I could write and just chill out and whatnot. Like even sometimes my friends would be there and I just zone them the hell out. There was one time where my wife was had an appointment somewhere and there was a Starbucks nearby. And I was like, okay, it doesn't make sense for me to leave and come back. I'm just gonna bring my laptop with me and screw it, I'll ride Starbucks. And I was sitting there writing, and there's this other dude with a laptop just dead-eyeing me. Like he looks he's like, this is my writing <laughs> space. I'm like, Jesus what? Christ, dude, calm down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He didn't, he just kept giving me the most evil eyes. As I was writing, and I'm just like, you're doing the same thing. He's look at your shit. He's like, he's like, yeah, but they're looking at you doing it now. They're not looking at me doing it. You you're know? the younger, hotter version of me. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's here. In the, he's in the first wives club of Star Starbucks authors. <laughs> I do exactly. love the aspect of writing in public because I sometimes. Like sometimes I mind wanders and I have a hard time staying focused. But if I think other people are watching me work, I am much more focused. So mm. here, that does not affect me at all writing, but it does affect me working out. I've nearly killed myself before when I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to let this dude watch me fail on this. Like I mean, today, today. I'm either... I'm, I'm either I'm either finishing this set or I'm going to the hospital. Like it's that's gonna be that's gonna be that. Yeah. <laughs> Me meanwhile, I'm in a gym, rarely going. Don't fucking look at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what what are the things that that B Dave said um, that I, I wrote down? Because I, I was smart. I wrote down things that I thought about because I knew I'd forget. Nice. Um, music. Mm -hmm. This is one that we absolutely could not do like a whole episode about. But mm -hmm. like. I I have to listen to music while I'm writing. Uh, it is so hard for me to focus otherwise. Like putting the uh, earphones in, having the the playlist that I've made for what I'm writing, it just zones me in. And like uh, I I think because Aaron, uh, you were doing your 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 stream today mm -hmm. with Dungeon Scrawlers, uh, and you talked about playlists for what you write. Yeah, and I hundred percent do that. I love doing that. I think. The main thing for me is like making sense memories so that yep. your mm. body smells the thing, tastes the thing, hears the thing. It says it's writing time. That's um, real. Yeah. Those are, those are known as those are known as anchors. That's a real psychological go. phenomenon. That's yeah. Like ADHD so like, needs them. Yeah. <laughs> this is why when um, when my second son was born, like it, it was I, I had to write a book uh, and I did not have time to mess around. And so I was like, OK, well when the baby sleeps and I'm not falling over, I have to be writing. And so figuring out a way to just click in and work was really important. Cause it was like, this might be the only 15 minutes I get. I can't be mm -hmm. like, I don't know if I feel like it. I don't know if I can get this character. Like this is not a choice. So like I had a playlist, I got, um, I like drinking lattes when I write, but I can only have two lattes a day before I will not sleep. So I found uh, like a like a chicory root tea that tastes kind of like coffee, but it has no caffeine. Mm. So I would make myself a little like chicory tea latte. And then I got this scented lotion from Bed Bath & Beyond that um, doesn't take a lot before it really smells. So like put the lotion on, I drink my tea and I put it on the playlist and it was like, go. Like there was no downtime left. Um, 
so that yeah that i that i could just like click in and go and i still mm-hmm. use that i don't always use the lotion just because lotiony hands while typing is not the best yeah um and i do that, still really you have strongly made me thought as- about going to bed bath and beyond though and being like what do you got what do you got <laughs> still really strongly associated with that particular book too so part of me is like like it well, makes me think of that book yeah <laughs> scent is the scent strongest tied to memory like 50 yep. years from now that smell will make you think of that book mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's um it's interesting i do music i can't I, I basically like i can give one task primary focus so like mm-hmm. i can listen to a podcast while i'm like derping around posting memes you know what i mean like yeah. those two things i can be doing at once but when it's like no i have to concentrate on this i can listen to music i can't listen to podcasts i can't have somebody talk oh yeah me, no you know yeah. no um, i can't even listen to music <laughs> with lyrics in it oh no that i can't i'll be like singing along with it too i will say the the way is is, is i've told you guys as you well know I like struggle and stuff. And, 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 and the hard part is getting started. Any given session, the yeah. hard part's always getting started. And the thing that works best for me is I give a little bit of a rolling start. I back up about the last page before I finished because I tend to write late in the night. So mm-hmm. I, I tend like I'm I'm getting sleepy and like you know stuff starts to, to slip through. So it's mm-hmm. like, I do like like a micro edit of the page before, but that kind of gives me a rolling start of where I was headed and what I was yeah. doing. And then I'm like, eh, you know, that's my jump, you know, mm-hmm. to get going. I I actually uh, one one of the books I had like I had like I had like an intro song to writing where I put that one on first every time and it switched me into writer brain. What's the song? Uh, that one was actually, oh my God, what's the full title of it? It's, it's, it's what they use as the theme song for Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Hmm. The, the Eagles song. Yeah. Is it the tale of the sorcerer or something? Like it, yeah. For some reason, that song just zoned me into what I was doing. So interesting. I'm like, maybe mm-hmm. I should try. I do that for running. Like I have a song I play when I'm like, okay, this is my warm out song. Now yeah. I'm ready to do that. I wonder if that would be good to do. Kind of felt like I was tuning into a show. Like that was the intro (laughs) song. (laughs) Yeah. I, um, I, I, same thing. It's funny because I have, I have the, what helps me is if I have like, and this is more, it more applies to the gym, honestly, but it does apply to writing also. That is like, I have certain things that is like, once the die is cast, this must be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if I take my pre-workout supplement, I have to work out now, you know what I mean? Like, so there's times I actively will be like, uh, I don't really feel like I'm like, nope, nope, shut up. You took it, you have to do it. My antidote is in the gym, go. <laughs> <laughs> What do I yeah. feel about workout clothes? If I put my workout clothes on, I have to act. If I like put my workout clothes on early and I'm walking around the house, I just start to feel like this creeping horror. Like, no, you're doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And ladies mm-hmm. my age are apparently very into athleisure, which is just anathema to me. No. <sighs> running you're tights not, are for running. You're not a Lululemon girl? I am not a Lululemon girl. <laughs> 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 Target running tights are good enough for me. <laughs> I with the big See, pocket for my phone. So I, I made the mistake of my, my. I started wearing my workout shorts as pajamas during the summer, and now they're just pajamas to me. So I can <laughs> no, no, it's too late. It's too late, it's too late for them. No, buy, buy new ones. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've lost their power. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. That that. 
all the way back to the writing group thing. Since, hey, we're all tangents here. Yeah, yeah. screw it. But my challenge I run into is I need to respect a person before I respect their feedback. Mm-hmm. So it's like, especially because this process is so subjective. Although yeah. I, I've shared with you all before, if I hear the same thing three times, then I'm yeah. like, mm, there's probably something to that, you know? But but before that, somebody being like, I don't like this. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, mean, yeah. I think that's a big part of it. Like you are, it is a personal thing. I do think one thing that's good about writing groups is it gets you used to, or, or if you do like classes that have crit circles, mm-hmm. right? It gets you used to the idea that people are going to tell you what's not working and that you can get important information from that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that is part that is part of the process, whether that happens while you're working on it or after it comes out. Like, yep. not everybody's gonna like it. You're gonna have to get used to that. Yep. Um, well, it's also the way of uh, of getting and and giving mm-hmm. critiques. That's actually, is, I think, is like that's a whole thing. I think the giving critiques is the unsung part. Like, yeah, getting other people's feedback is important, but actually learning how to give feedback and like yep. deepening that reading process because mm-hmm. it's not just what do i like not like about it yeah, it's like you don't want to just be like i just didn't like that why yeah, that's, no. that, that is, yeah that doesn't help you know yeah, what something writing actionable. group three yep. <laughs> 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 yeah you need you need something something actionable which if you've noticed you know in my lamentations and they are numerous where i knock you know popular media i can always tell you exactly why yeah. it was like why didn't you like this 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 and this you know and here's how you could have fixed it you know um, yeah, if there's something I don't like, and someone's like, if it's a story, they're like, "What did you like about it?" I'm usually like, "How much time do you have?" Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. Well, I think that's I, another. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I've been on the receiving end of that kind of feedback, especially like back in my corporate life, where things is like, you know, it's not cool enough. You know what yeah. I mean? Literally, just nonsense feedback, like zazz it up. Like what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this is a, like another oh, kind of. I want to clarify. I was talking about like a medium thing, not somebody else's story. I would not yeah. do that to their story. Yeah. <laughs> this is another thing. Another sort of pitfall. Pitfall is like feedback for feedback's sake is not useful. Like, yes, yeah. you should put the effort in, but you can kind of tell when somebody just wanted to be able to say something wasn't working um, because it is sort of like. It, <sighs> So there's this, this is a, okay, this is a tangent. You know, you watch infomercials and it's like, have you ever had absolutely no ability to remove a cookie sheet without burning yourself? And you watch these people and they're like, what's an oven mitt? Right? Look up the subreddit, where's the soda? Or where'd the soda go? One of my favorite subreddits. I'll have to check that out. The one that always sticks with me was this, this one for this thing called an of glove, which was basically like heat proof gloves. Because oven mitts apparently oven are mitts. too difficult, right? Yeah. These people would be like, they're trying to grab things with like potholders and going, ah, like throwing fish sticks everywhere. And it was like <laughs> willful idiocy. Like I am yep. going to act like I can't possibly understand. And so if you get someone and there's, I mean, there's a difference between, I don't understand how they got from being in her living room to suddenly being on top of the mountain. You left out a transition here to... Um, how did they get upstairs? You didn't describe the stairs, right? This is somebody I've encountered who, both of those. 
right? <laughs> like one of those is a problem. The other yeah. one is I am looking for something so that I feel like I yeah. contributed. Yep. And that drives me bonkers because yep. it is just wasting everyone's time. Like read this as though you are the reader while looking for these these possible hiccups. But, you know, if it's, you know, just if you know that they're in a two-story house and they're in the living room and they say, come upstairs to the bedroom and they're in the bedroom, you didn't need the stairs. And that's mm-hmm. okay. So this, yes, this may be a story about somebody. Anyway, right. like that kind of thing <laughs> is, is again, it's not, it's not a good, it doesn't, it doesn't really add anything. It's not a good use of your time um, in that kind of writing group because that's, yeah, that's just like busy work. That's just like yeah. looking for, for issues. Like tell me instead, do you buy this character arc? Do you buy the relationship between the characters? Did you understand the unfolding mystery of how he's hiding his werewolfness from her? Like mm-hmm. these are yeah. the important bits, not the fucking stairs. Yep. Unless <laughs> well, but, he's hiding his werewolfness under the stairs. Then it matters. The, <laughs> the, <laughs> the other part of that though is that like is definitely like taking the, the critique and not arguing it. Mm-hmm. That's one of them that always irritates me that I see yep. people do where it's like, so I'd be like, oh, well, I didn't understand how they got up there because you didn't describe the stairs. It's like, oh, well, that was a metaphor. It's like, it's like, no, no, no. They, they, they had a, they didn't get something. Just write that down, mm-hmm. move on to the next one. Well, especially, like, yeah, because you won't be there with the reader to explain it to yeah. you. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, this it, one, uh, as I pointed this out to you before, that happens so much in Hollywood, especially with the studios where there's so many executive producers and they say, I have to contribute something. I have to contribute mm. something. So we're doing a Otherwise, Muppet movie. Otherwise, they might just make me a producer instead. Exactly, exactly. So it's like we're making a Muppet movie, but why would a frog love a pig? Because fuck you. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> the frog is picky. What Don't are you talking about? Don't question their love. Yeah, and uh, I, I had I had a person that that I I, I would write with on occasion. Um, that they they did something similar, but they would want to. We we were we were working on horror stuff, and they would want to introduce every possible thing they could do and discuss why they didn't do it you know mm-hmm. like i'm like you know leatherface is coming in the door with the chainsaw run out the back door not should we go to the bedroom no we can't go to the bedroom we'll be trapped should we go into the garage no we can't go into the garage because we don't know you know the 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 power's out on the garage door opener should we i'm like no but fucking do something that's a just, geico commercial yeah, i've seen that commercial it is. <laughs> yes just like <laughs> Keep it moving. Keep <laughs> it moving. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. The, the only time I feel you need to address something like that is if something is completely obvious. Like this has happened increasingly over the years where you have like with, with cell phones being so ubiquitous. Why don't they call the cops? You know? Yeah. The monster's coming to kill us. Why don't they call the police? You know, and that should be addressed somehow. The, you know, the phone is lost. The phone is dead. There's no cell phone signal. The monster takes the phone. The phone is broken. You do call the cops. They don't believe you. Like, what, whatever. Yeah. Maybe that much, sure. Yeah. But beyond that, it's the, the, the narrative is allowed to go where it goes. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, I had a thought. I should have written it down. It's yeah. gone. Mm, it'll be I'm, back. I'm a fool. I'm a fool. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you, you were talking about uh, the the... The saying what they're not gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna tie this back to the gr- critique thing is when Aaron was uh, talking with me about my book. If I had actually <laughs> argued like I had done that example, we would have been there all night. It was already an hour and a half. Don't be that person you're taking. <laughs> um, but no, one of the things that she pointed out was just like 
that I, she, it, it was a glass shattering moment for myself where she was like, you do this occasionally where you say, you have the character think what they're going to do and then uh, explain why they don't do it. And I was like, oh shit, I do do that, don't <laughs> I? I like thought of like every time I did, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I think that's a really normal thing. Cause like, I think, I think what it comes from is a, it's a lot of putting your, your processing on the page in the character's head. Right. Mm -hmm. I think I told you this, but I'm going to say it again for the audience, Um, which is I mean, I think that happens a lot. Like you're working out like, what am I doing exactly as you're writing? Like and you'll have them throw. And maybe that's some of this like we can't go in the bedroom. The bedroom is this is like this is you. This is you. It's not the characters. So like once you figure out what they're going to do, delete all that other stuff, (laughs) run out the back door. Because mm-hmm. very seldom, like there are times where it's impactful to say what a character doesn't do. But the vast majority of the time, it's not as impactful as saying what they do do. I do kind of want to make like a second document and go through and delete all the times I did that and see how many words I wasted. You know, I bet it's not going to be as many as you like. I don't know. I don't actually remember how many words that novel is. I know my novels are always more words than they probably ought to be. So I'm like, it's not going to be as many as you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of someone that uh, airs on the side of loquaciousness, yes, I, I understand what you're saying there. So let me ask you this, Trievor. What's the holdup on submitting to, pub- to for publication? Because uh, y- you've got a bunch of manuscripts languishing so... in drawers. <laughs> well, okay, so like... The, the the first book that I did, um, oh man, I should have actually brought it out here. It's I found it the other day. It's sitting on a desk. Is right this I mean, the bound one? We're going to convince your wife. It is the bound one. No, go get it, Eric. Uh, okay, go, you know Aaron what? Yeah, vamp for a second. I'll be right back. Yeah. I'll be right back. Right. Okay. You guys are missing out. Aaron looks particularly pretty today, by the way. I put sure. on makeup. Did you hear? I did a. I, we did a. Well, I did a new stream for the Dungeon Scrollers channel, which is a co-writing space. So. <laughs> I write and people watch me write. Hopefully, it's, it's, actually, they write while I'm writing. I, I appreciate you started that today. I got a new thing I'm starting. I'm starting next Monday. So I'm glad I wasn't competing with you on lunch. <laughs> what time well, is your next thing? Monday? Um, it's one to four. Oh, good. Because mine's 11 to 12. So GG. Right. So they'll yeah. go to your thing. They'll have sure. a break for lunch. They'll come to my thing. Then exactly. maybe later in a week or two or three, there's another thing that, that we can tell people to do. Maybe in a what, oh. week or two or three. Oh. Yeah, that exactly. Oh. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we have some busy Mondays. So, I know, right? So I present to you the, the, the book I wrote. Ooh, look at that. That's my name. The listeners can't see it, but that's my name. Is that? Okay. Okay. So Let me tell you something. That... That, that never gets old, by the way. That feeling of being like, that's the thing I made. It has got my name on the front of it. Okay, me. okay. Quick quick tangent. I did this thing, this really fucking sappy thing one time. I went into my local Barnes & Noble, and I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go look. And I looked at the spot on the shelf where my book would sit. And I'm like, you're going to fucking be there one day. <laughs> Speaking of somebody that's, that's awesome. got a book on the shelf of Barnes & Noble, it is fucking incredible. So yeah, <laughs> do it. Sorry, Aaron, you were about to say something there. Oh, I was asking but, if that was the Forgotten Realms font. Oh, I don't similar, know. But I don't Maybe? think it's the same. It's yeah, nice I, uh, I, well, because because this was like, I'm never going to sell it or anything like that. Like, I found a piece of fantasy art online and I found a font and just made it on, what is it? What did I make this on? Lulu? I think that's what I made. That looks, that looks like a Lulu. 
Yeah, yeah, I think I made on Lulu, and I just had one made and sent to me. Um, nice. But I did forget something, another really sappy thing that past Trevor did, that on the front page, the first page here, there's a dedication. Uh-huh. And it says, this book is a reminder for what I can do when I really try. Oh, <laughs> Trevor! Trevor! <laughs> oh, major heart hands to Pastor. Trevor. <laughs> what a gift he has given you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he, don't get me wrong. I'm sure he's ma- made a lot of a lot of mistakes. Oh yeah, you're still Trevor's dealing with. Dick. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. Yeah, <laughs> this one time he said something nice to you. Yeah, that's um, true. So, so yeah, when when I when I did this one, I was um I was on a subreddit for writing, and I just put up a thing about like somebody was talking, and and I said, oh, I finished mine. I'm not gonna pursue it, so I'm just gonna um bind it and have it on the shelf so i can show that i did something and i got a bunch of people that were like why don't you just put it up on amazon make money off of them like because i don't believe in it like i read it and i didn't like what i did i'm not going to put it out there and try and scam people into reading my book (laughs) there's a lot of sense out there that like you finish a book and you throw it on amazon and then you get adoring readers and they yeah thousands and thousands of like no that's not it um Mm -mm. Um, and then let's see. I, I I've got this one. The the I, I got this one. Oh, spiral bound. bound. Nice. Oh, spiral. Yeah, this is the one that you read, Aaron. Oh. Uh, so so I got I got that one printed. Nice. Oh. And then this was the one before it, which I don't know why it was so much bigger, but it is. Whoa. Okay. okay. It, so again, yeah. is is your goal to facelift these and get them to saleable, or are these just the reps that you've gotten in? Ahead of uh, this one, the, the the red one is is the one that I'm I'm working on and redoing stuff. And as I've told Aaron, quite a bit of things. Uh, <laughs> um, like that sometimes. Yeah, and but I mean, like the thing is though, is that like stuff from this book I've used. Like I've taken characters from, it, I've taken ideas from it. Um, and like the 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 big in here, like I've taken stuff from it. So like all of the stuff that I've written has not been a waste because like I'm learning and I'm getting ideas that I can take and put into other places. But the like honestly, the main reason why I haven't submitted anything is that like I they're not in the shape to do it. Like I've done I've said on the show, I'm I am the first drafter. I've not done the second draft, and that I need to do that. Um, so now that I got a better idea of what I'm doing with that second draft, cause I am calling a second draft, damn it. I wrote a whole book. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, well, cause, cause like I, I said, because like, I'm changing so much about it. Like I'm changing the, the setting and I'm but not think, making it urban fantasy. I do think the thing to keep in mind there is like, you did the thing, right? You wrote the first draft. The second draft or revision is in response to that. Yeah. So you did this. You said, I don't like these things. I said, these are good. These things need fixing. And you said, okay, information, bounce off of that, come over here, do it again. Um, and so that counts. Like it, it can be like, like you can write a revision that is like tear it down to the studs and build it back. Mm-hmm. That is still a revision. Um, yeah. Because it is and, still and, and a it's step funny. in the, in the, in the process of getting it to its fighting shape. Yes. Uh, I, I have done a few things with the, the, the second draft outline that you suggest. I'm just like, fuck, that's cool. Yay. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Good, I'm glad. Yeah. But no, it, the, the goal is to, to submit it one day. Um, I, I've, I've got, I've got ideas, I've got plans and I just, I just need to like do the thing. 
I'm 4,000 words into an outline, so. <laughs> well, okay, so now let, let, let's switch gears and look at this differently here. So I, I believe in your seriousness, but one, how, two questions. How long have you been chopping away at this story? In how recently have you actually put work in on this story? On this one specifically. Mm -hmm. um, do you mean work as in like writing or outlining? I'll, I'll give you outline. Well, we're going to put outlining in a separate category over here. Okay. But for, for our purposes here, I'll give it to you as outlining. So um, this version that Aaron read is the most confident version of what I had originally wanted to do way mm. back in the day. Because uh, I even told Aaron, like, the characters that, uh, th that are in it, I came up with when I was 19, and I'm 33 I, now. I know that feel, yep. Yeah. Um. So, so like, I, I actually did decide that even though I have the spiral-bound one, I'm actually going to do this Lulu printing of it, because this is as close to what 19-year-old me wanted as a book that I could ever do. And now, it's, now that I see it, and now that I know what doesn't work about it with urban fantasy and what I don't want to do, I'm changing it to just straight fantasy I want to still have that like urban fantasy one on my shelf. Hey, um, why not? Why not try? Well, never mind. Hang on. Let me not, yeah, not, not, let me yeah, not interrupt. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Um, and so I finished that book. Um, I can actually uh, tell you the day. It was November 5th, 2019. And I know because I finished it the same day as my best friend's wedding. Uh, <laughs> love that movie. Uh, <laughs> um, and. I, I, I got it printed and I did the thing where I put it away for a few months and then COVID hit and I became an anxious ball of hypochondriac energy. Um, I, I legitimately did not do writing in 2020. Like I could not sit and focus and do sure. anything creative in that way. I played a shitload of destiny. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, when I started working, like I, I was kind of scared at getting back into it. That's why I started working on that um, Magician Thieves book first, where I'm just like, I just want to like get back into like just thinking about writing and stuff like that. And through that, um, in a combination of ways, I've gotten back to working on this. So I haven't done anything structurally, like actually sit down and write it because I'm outlining the second draft. Um, so that's this, where I'm at right now. This is acceptable because what I was about to, well, <laughs> well, 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 cause I was about to come at you and a lot. And I do this to people all the time where they like, Oh, I got this idea. I got this idea. I got this idea. I'm like, Nope, it's not the one. They're oh like, yeah. What no, do you mean? I'm like, this no, wasn't the one you'd, you'd have done it by now. If it was the one. Yeah. Right. This wasn't the one. Cause don't get me wrong. When I say that I, that I came with these characters on when I was 19, I did. And I tried to write it and I failed at it and I went, okay, stop start over and i and i had this notebook and i just wrote out ideas and started circling the ones i wanted to do and that became this lulu bound book um why don't you have you looked into ya publishing for that because it may not have the weight and gravity that you intended but that's oh, what no, makes it it's YA. terrible I mean, the plot uh, structure is yeah, just apparently Shrey that's not like, an obstacle though. Kirby's like trevor read it trevor read it but i feel like i can't ask you to do that without going inside and it's, finding my terrible youth book and it's wet. Yeah. <laughs> There's rain outside. So maybe that's a difference. I thought you meant the book. The book I'm like from like from your emo tears <laughs> reading it. it. Does, the book, I will say this. I made a cover for it with like 
Oh my god. I don't even remember the name of the pro it was some kind of art program on like our ancient Mac. Um and it has like a sphere with like a gradient on it that's dripping like gradient blood. And I thought that was the most badass thing. <laughs> it's uh, I, I, I have never I actually haven't read it. I just you know, it's come with me through various moves and it, mm-hmm. it, it exists in my house still. But I couldn't tell you how terrible. I mean, I, I can make assumptions. Like, I think anything you write when you're 15 is probably mm. objectively terrible, but good mm. job, you. Yeah. Uh, I, I have 32 pages has, of a Star Wars fan fiction saved on my computer. It definitely has <laughs> Again, talking dragons in it. Us doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, who I, I, among us doesn't. <laughs> I actually cracked over the book to the first page. I'm like, that's actually not a terrible first sentence, but God, does it go on a bit. <laughs> this, this is the first sentence of this book. This is the first time I've ever read this out loud to anyone. And it's on a fucking podcast. All right. You know um, what? <laughs> so here, here it is. Here comes. Cara Brahms scrubbed the dark, wood, uh, dark wooden counter of her father's tavern as the early morning light began to peek through the front windows. It's not terrible. There's a lot of words there that are not necessary. Uh, <laughs> but it is it it is yeah. I can think of a lot of worse ways to start. Yeah, it's we know true. we know it's, we, we we know a lot about the story already. I know, right? Yeah. I'm like I that's like like in, in, to to fully evaluate it. I would want to know the rest of the scene and is this the right place to start? But the sentence on its own, yeah. Trevor, that's not bad. It's not bad, honestly. Trevor. It's like I'm trying to actually think like what the hell was the point of this fucking scene? <laughs> uh, I don't remember. You might have been an artist that you didn't think the scene needed a point at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh get god, it. Yeah. Get it. and off, jeez, they don't comprehend my genius. You know, at the time that I was writing this, it could have simply just been I just need to show the main character. That's all I would have thought. <laughs> you know, this this is this is the challenge, man. And this this is the thing to juggle. And I was having this conversation in a different context earlier today. Re- attention spans and reading comprehension are fairly low. So we start mm-hmm. to think that it's like explaining things simply is a weakness. And it's like, not necessarily. I, I mean, I, I guess you kind of have to define for yourself. Is your goal to win a Pulitzer? Or is your goal to sell 10 million copies? You know, mm, uh, yeah. and, and those those are somewhat divergent goals. Yeah, like like yeah. I'm not sitting here like being like, oh, I'm gonna be like the next big author or anything like that. Like honestly, my goal is I want to walk into a bookstore and see my book on a shelf. That's one, mm-hmm. and I would love it if one day someone came up and was like, dude, I really love that character. Like that's literally, <laughs> I don't care about They're anything good else. Goals. They are They're good goals. Much better than we used to get. So when I read Slush, you sometimes get um, query letters from people that would say things like, also, I'm available to go on Oprah whenever. Like, <laughs> baby doll, no. <laughs> you and literally everyone else. I was about to say, like, you should respond. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You and <laughs> like, you are everyone aiming else. the wrong. Like, also, like, this was, I mean. I don't know every book Oprah ever picked for her book club while it was going on, but I don't think there was a lot of secondary world fantasy in there. Yeah. So <laughs> probably that was never, ever going to happen, no matter how brilliant this was. And I think yeah. that's a thing. Like, you see a lot of people who don't want to write so much as they want to have been published. 
Mm. They want to hold and be up famous, the famous. Yeah. 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 The famous thing is a lot because it's also like, do you do you know what it's like to be a famous author? It's not. It's not that different from being a person. <laughs> you, know, you know what's rough about it though it's because the barrier to fame is lowest for an author than it is than any other thing that is true mm. but mm. it's still really high that's what people don't get you know yeah. yeah because because for anything else you need someone else's help and i mean don't get me wrong an author does to a certain extent too you'll have an editor a publisher but for the most part a book is a thing that you craft and you were like, this is my thing. And this is my vision. Music's not like that. TV's not like that. Film's not like that. You know, you, you have a component to other things that in a certain way, a novelist can sit in their basement for 10 years, you know, chopping away at something and make a thing and have yeah. that mm -hmm. thing be beautiful. But people still greatly underestimate how much <laughs> goes into the making of that thing. Yeah. oh man where was i recently where that set me off oh i was i was at barnes and noble and like there was some sign or something was, oh it, it was it was a uh an employee thing that because i was looking at writing books because b dave i bought both of the save the cat books hey. um hey um <laughs> i was standing there and i had the script one and i had the novel one i was just like uh which one do i want i'm like the script oh, fuck, one. i'm gonna get both yeah. uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. um and but i i saw a little employee written thing for like writing a book that was just like you've read a lot of books now write one i'm like oh, Ooh. Uh, just rip rip it off like somebody being relieved to command it, in a military it didn't <laughs> help that it, <laughs> like no, no. it didn't help that that was the store i used to work at so i had an even harder temptation because i used to do that yeah. <laughs> let me tell you real quick about save the cat which again is a book everybody should read uh again the first one blake snyder very smarmy and in love with his own genius mm -hmm. but he's right uh save the cat uh writes a novel is posthumous and so um i actually haven't even read that one i figured out on my own how <laughs> universally applicable it is uh but he didn't even write it so uh, mm -hmm. Definitely read the first one first. I I I I've gotten both. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit there and read them. Mm -hmm. um, the beat, but the, yeah. the, the beats chapter is the most important part. Like it's all yeah. good, but but the 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 diamond in that book is that. Yeah. To yep. bounce back really quick to authors being famous. The other thing mm -hmm. I don't think people who are into the idea of like I'm gonna go on a talk show um, don't realize is that like even if you write a book that's much beloved people don't know what you look like that's not really yeah. part of it so yeah. you have a really distinctive look like they don't necessarily like i don't know bob salvatore is super famous for his dress novels i've been to places with him and nobody knows who he is yeah. i mean <laughs> ask yourself what stephanie myers looks like you know ask ask yourself what anybody she's other a white than lady with dark Rowling. hair Anybody other than Stephen King and J.K. Rowling look like, yeah. you know, as you, yeah. Ed Greenwood is a very distinctive look. People will yeah. call him out walking well, down. Well, it's because his character but looks like him. Yeah. Elminster. They're not calling him out for having written those books. They're like your Elminster. <laughs> there might be a little of that. I think yeah. probably probably your your very good friend George R. R. Martin has a very distinctive look. You probably Boo! But, yeah. but a lot of the time, nobody knows who you are unless like a, you have yeah. announced yourself. To quote and Borat, so, like a homeless Santa or a dirty wizard. <laughs> and even then it's like yeah i don't know yeah yeah, yeah I, I i mean like i i'm okay with that. i don't want my picture on the damn book like oh yeah no i'm in podcasting you, 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 i don't you, you, i don't, I don't care people know those. Like. you're not gonna give the smolder on the back cover there 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love I love that I, author. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Yep. You guys, new, you guys I'm can't have to even get new headshots taken. <laughs> but to say you guys <laughs> can't see us, and you all know the author face. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So you know which one we're do doing, that, Aaron. Super do it, and then I'm gonna have it blown up and hung on my wall. Is that, or you know, I see a lot of people like I don't have a cat, so I can't do this, but holding their cat. Oh mm-hmm. God! See, I, I, th- I think if I was told Trevor, you have to have a photo at the at, uh, back of your book. I'm like, okay, I will see you after a trip to Sears. Like I would just do the worst, like, <laughs> like me turtle looking turtle seriously turtle 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 off turtle one turtle way, turtle me <laughs> phantom <laughs> imposed the over myself. Yeah, <laughs> like the thing. Yeah, the, yeah. Oh, I'm it. holding up my cat, like, like Simba. Yeah. <laughs> the, the whole the meme. They called me a nerd, so I called them an ambulance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I missed I that meme. It. That was so good. Yep, 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 oh yep, yep. Well, all right. Well, we we're uh, we're we're getting pretty close to the the end on this one. Uh, mm-hmm. a- any last thoughts on this pretty successful tangent episode? Hey, uh, I mean, um, we say this a lot, but I'll say it out loud and up, up front again. Yeah, do it. If you're listening to us. You at least fancy yourself a writer. Just do it. Keep yeah. chopping. Keep chopping away at it every day. Um. And, and it'll get done, even if it's a couple words at a time. Speaking of, our word counts. Word oh, counts. Yeah. yeah, almost tangent right over it. <laughs> I, so I how'd, think, how'd y'all do? I think I said 4,500. You and did. And I came in under. Yes. I got 4,010. That counts, But though. I yeah. did finish. Okay, and a huge chunk of that was doing concentration check today. Because I wrote like 2,700 words. Also, amazing name for that stream. I am delighted. So yeah, I, uh, I will pimp it at the end. But uh, yeah, so I, the, the better part of it is I finished that that initial scene that was giving me so much trouble, and, mm-hmm. and it is good enough for now. It's good enough to carry me forward. So I finished the second one too, um, and now on to number three, which should be. I'm excited to write the third one. I hope it doesn't bite me. <laughs> brava again uh the social pressure of this uh yep. has worked so again barely squeezed it out i think it's like 5070 nice <laughs> it's good it's it good cross the line though it's the, it's the it's the instant replay where they gotta zoom in on the t- on the end zone where you're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're checking it at a quantum level you <laughs> changed the result by observing it <laughs> sorry i had to do the futurama joke uh, yep Hmm. uh yeah i i came in under uh quite like i think i did i think i said three thousand or did i do 2500 i I thought you said three thousand but i don't know yeah yeah i'm gonna say three thousand but yeah i came in under i did uh 24 i'm gonna go back 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 yeah the one that already went up i think i'm gonna go for two thousand words mr black yeah yeah i uh i got i got 2400 done um and that i think like the main reason i didn't uh do is because i didn't do a kernel scene this time like i was just but i almost kind of did because my outlining got a little out of hand where i was just straight up writing dialogue like way too much dialogue (laughs) if you if you use it it's well i mean if if it helps you figure something out it's not too much if you use it later it's definitely not too much and at that pace you could have a novel done in like five months so it's there true. you go. That's it's true. That's not terrible. It's not a it's not a terrible stroke there, sir. Yeah. Uh so where where are we sitting for this week? So are we keeping them the same? Five thousand keeps nearly killing me, so this time I'm gonna say four thousand. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say 4,000 as well because yep. I have a little more time this week to work. So hopefully that means and 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 I'm going to do that concentration check show again next week. So mm-hmm. yeah. you built yourself in some success. I think I'm. So I think good. I'm gonna go 25. This time I said 25. This time it's 2500. You did this time. Did, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and remember, listeners, uh, if, if you're you're keeping up with us, be sure to to post on our on our mm-hmm. socials how you're doing. And and this this is all this is a supportive thing. You know, if you yes. miss it, don't don't oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Progress, Even if you're progress. like, I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna do a hundred words this week. You know what? Yes. That's a it's a goal you have set for yourself. And you are going to achieve it, and you're going to be a badass. And yeah. over a long enough period of time, that would still get it done. You know, mm-hmm. the only the only thing that will stop you is doing nothing. So yes, yes, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Uh, well, I uh, I think that's a good place to stop this uh, this week's episode. Friends, where can people find you? What awesome things are you working on? We're doing the forbidden dance. <laughs> That's where that's they can find you. Hot. Find that, me at the Forbidden right? Dance. <laughs> that's, 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 that's too bad. Too bad you all missed that, folks. Yeah. <laughs> She's dropping it like it's warm over here. Slightly <laughs> <laughs> above room temperature. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta get you some Lululemon. There you go. Wiggle it in your at leisure. Oh no. No offense if that's what you like. That is, it's true. It's not for me. Not here to yucky gums. Yeah, but no, not for me. Okay. So anyway, uh <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Aaron M. Evans. Um, you can come hang out with me on Mondays at 1.30 p.m. Pacific till 4 p.m. on twitch.tv slash dungeon scrawlers for my new show concentration check which is a co-writing space so come uh we work for 25 minutes you don't have to write if you want to do homework or draw or just have some company while you're doing your day job all those things are okay uh so we work for 25 minutes we take a five minute break uh we do four rounds of that and then we chat for 20 minutes at the end or however long that ends up being because it's kind of squishy with the intro i don't know how long the intro takes yet so (laughs) but come get some good work done um and then you can also watch me on uh wednesdays at 11 on twitch.tv slash cne games with these two guys these two wonderful guys for uh champions of lore we talk about the lore behind idle champions of forgotten realms and then later on again on twitch.tv slash dungeon scrawlers at 6 30 p.m pacific for dungeon scrawlers an actual play show full of fantasy writers I just realized because Aaron always goes at the end, it just totally like makes it so we don't ever have to talk about champions of lore or we're writing about dragons True. and shit. She yep. always has got it. <laughs> she's she's, she's our spokesmodel. Yep. Nope. Nope. Well, you do it. You do it better. Than, I, I do it better than I would. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, B. Dave Walters. I'm all the places that Aaron just told you I'd be. Um, and uh, yeah, next Monday, which is the past for you now, gentle listener. Uh, I think in this next yes, week, they can hear yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Demi Planer, I believe, is going to be my title. Demi Planer with B. Dave Walters. Where I'll be talking about all things TTRPG. What would have been two weeks ago, we did our game at D and D celebration, uh, the Dungeon and the Dragon, with me, so good, Matthew Lillard, Pat Rothfuss, Alicia Marie, Deborah Ann Wall, and Todd Stashwick. It was a hoot and a half. Uh, please check that out. The vod's got to be up somewhere by now. Uh, and follow mm-hmm. and uh, do all sorts of stuff. Here's the planes, Black Dice Society. 
things TBD to be announced forthwith and so on and so on. Uh, just follow me on the Tweetograms at Dave Walters. Yeah. Uh, you can find me uh, in my far too many podcasts on Twitter at the Trevor. There's an A hiding in there. Uh, but thank you so much for listening to this uh, week's episode. If you enjoyed the show, the best way to support is by leaving a review on your podcast service of choice. If you have any questions or topic suggestions, you can send them into writingaboutdragonsandshit at gmail.com. If you'd like to keep up to date on the show, you can follow us at About Dragons on Twitter. But until next week, go write about some dragons and shit. Bye.